Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Friendly reminder, folks, Democrats who come from red states are still Democrats. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And today we have a shining example of why we all need to work together to do just that. And we're going to kick things off in just a minute. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So Joe Manchin from West Virginia, a lot of people have, and I think in it, you know, there are some things Joe, uh, Joe Manchin has done that have been that have been positive. He's taken a lot of heat from his own side and whenever you know, the, the Catriot motto, for those of you who have not yet downloaded the Catriot manifesto and read through it, the Catriot motto is, if the Democrats are happy, you shouldn't be. And the flip side is true. So when the Democrats were angry with Joe Manchin, a lot of people were like, okay, well, we're happy with Joe Manchin. When the Democrats are angry with Kristen Sinema, they, they, a lot of people on our side say, oh, you know what? Well, we're happy with Kristen Sinema. When the Democrats hate Tulsi Gabbard, everyone's like, Tulsi Gabbard for president. We love Tulsi Gabbard. And that's, you know... That's a natural reaction. If Democrats are fighting each other or if, if there are a handful of Democrats that are barricading or blockading um, ridiculous government overreach and spending, then, hey, you're, you're all like, woohoo, welcome to the party. Welcome to our side. But they're not on our side. They're still Democrats. Joe Manchin's a Democrat. Always has been a Democrat. Always will be a Democrat. West Virginia, they keep voting for him. They love him for some reason. I get it. He's one of them. West Virginia used to be a used to be a blue state. It used to be a bunch of Southern Democrats. But now the Democrat Party has changed and the people of West Virginia do not vibe with the modern socialist, the left wing lunatics who are in charge of that party. Joe Manchin has been fighting those left wing lunatics as long as he possibly can. But he gave in. He gave in to Joe Biden and his three trillion dollar three thirty. What is it? It's a, it's a ton of cash. Hang on. I have it right here. Senators from Fox News, Senator Joe Manchin announced Wednesday that he came to an agreement with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on a reconciliation bill after more than a year of negotiations among Democrats. Manchin frustrated Democrats for months, consistently refusing to support party line legislation that at one point Democrats wanted to cost over three trillion dollars. But with Democrats grasping for a legislative win ahead of the midterms, Schumer kept up talks directly with Manchin through the spring and summer in a lengthy statement. The moderate senator that see they call him a moderate senator because uh, because, well, I, I guess he's not a left wing lunatic, said Wednesday that those talks resulted in a deal for a slim down bill that includes tax, climate and prescription drug provisions. And so now they're going to they're going to vote that through and they're going to they're, they're not even going to. It's not even going to be a vote. It's going to be a, uh, a reconciliation package. And we've talked about reconciliation for a long time. Reconciliation allows the Democrats to bypass the uh, the majority. They just need or the 60-vote um, threshold. They need a majority. And, and they have it. For budget reconciliation, they've got it. They've got Joe Manchin on board. 
They've got Kristen Sinema on board. They've got the other 48 people, and I use that term loosely, on board. And then Kamala Harris will roll in and cackle her way into the tie-breaking vote. But here's the issue. Here's the issue. It's not a done deal yet because in the one good thing about the Senate rules, uh, and especially when it comes to voting, is that you've got to be present to vote. And there's a COVID spike apparently in this country. So if anybody gets COVID, they can't vote. You can't vote virtually. You can't vote from home. If, if As long as the Democrats, all 50 of them, can stay healthy, and as long as Kamala Harris can stay healthy, they've got this thing in the bag. And for those of you who thought Joe Manchin was a hero, who thought Joe Manchin was a closet conservative, who thought Joe Manchin was a Republican in, in Democrats' clothing, know this, he ain't, <laughs> you know, because he's got a big D right next to his name. Whenever you look at Joe Manchin or whenever they show Joe Manchin's name on television, whenever they write about Joe Manchin in an article or on a blog or on Twitter, it says, Joe Manchin, West Virginia, oh, Joe Manchin, big D, West Virginia. Joe Manchin, big D, West Virginia. And I gotta be honest with you, today he's acting like a big D. The problem that people, I guess, you know, they don't realize, you can't, you can't be excited about a Democrat who attacks other Democrats because he's still a Democrat. If Joe Biden really wanted to help the United States of America, if Joe Biden were really as conservative as we thought he is, he'd switch parties. He'd become a Republican. And that would be helpful for many reasons, because not only would we gain a senator, we would gain control of the Senate. And as you can tell, when you have control of the Senate, when you have the voting majority, that's where the power is. None of these things would ever come to a vote if the Republicans had the one extra vote and the Democrats didn't. I mean, think about this. Joe Manchin, if he were a Republican, one more Republican senator, and all of a sudden it's a 51-49 majority for the Republicans. And Kamala Harris is out of the equation. Kamala Harris is removed. She does, there's no, I mean, unless there's some, unless, unless there's some kind of, unless there's a Republican who stops, you know, Joe Manchin would probably then flip sides that way so that Kamala Harris would be the tie-breaking vote. And then he, then he would strong arm the Republicans to get whatever he wants. I mean, look, he's fighting for himself. He's fighting for, I guess, his state or his legacy. But being a, there are no Democrats that you should cheer on. There are no Democrats who are out there helping America because leaving the Democrats in charge of the country is bad. And that's what Joe Manchin does. That's what Kristen Sinema does. These are folks who they slow the Democrats down, but they don't stop them. They slow them down, but they don't stop them. Don't ever think that a Democrat from a red state is a conservative because they're not. And if you had to, and if you had to take Mitt Romney, or Joe Manchin, you should probably you should probably pick Mitt Romney because at least Mitt Romney caucuses with the Republicans. At least Mitt Romney isn't a big D. I mean, <laughs> he is, but he isn't. You know, yes, he voted to impeach Donald Trump twice. Yes, he uh, votes against stupid things. Yes, he's kind of a douche, but he's a Republican douche. And as long as he has a big R and not a big D, he gives us more power. And that's the thing that you need to contend with. If, if Mitt Romney were a Democrat, forget about it. We'd, have, we'd need two seats in the Senate to get the majority back. It would be harder, infinitely harder to do that. So the worst Republican is always better than the best Democrat. And that's the reason why. And I know what everyone, a lot of people are thinking, well, Mark, you know, during the primaries, you were saying something totally different. You were, you were not a fan of Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I'm still not. But you know what? I would take Dr. Oz and his big R over John Fetterman and his big D, okay? I would take, 
I would take uh, J.D. Vance in a heartbeat over, I forget who's that, what's his name, Ryan? Is that the guy? Yeah, uh, in Ohio. There's not one person, as long as you're registered as a Republican, as long as you run as a Republican, as long as you win as a Republican, as long as you caucus as a Republican, you're better than any Democrat. Kristen Sinema, Tulsi Gabbard, Joe Manchin. They're all, the, the idea that they caucus with that group of individuals who has sworn, I mean, think about this. It's not just as one vote. Sure, he destroyed Build Back Better, blah, blah, blah. He came out and said Build Back Better is dead. Well, Build Back sort of good it seems to be on the table. You know, Build Back Better is not happening. So what's this new deal? Build Back All Right? Build Back a little bit better? What are they calling it? It doesn't matter. It's money that we don't need to spend. It's money that's going to the Democrats. It's a legislative win for the Democrats and for Joe Biden. And it's and it's something that the Democrats have wanted for a very long time. And Joe Manchin is a Democrat. Keep in mind, though, there's other things that the Democrats want. For example, they want open borders. They want a woke military. They want to tax you into oblivion. They want to keep gas prices high. They want to keep them high because they want you to buy electric vehicles and they want to put the, uh, the, the coil and the uh, coil. The, I just combined coal and oil into the coil industry. They want to put that damn coil industry right out of, right out of service. No, coal, uh, coal, oil, natural gas. They don't want any of it. If it's a fossil fuel, they want it to get the fossil out of town. And that hurts you. That hurts me. You don't want an electric car. You can't afford it. They want, you to, they want you to pay for illegal immigrants to go to school, to get health care. They want to hand out ID cards now to illegal immigrants. And let's not talk about the most important thing, the vote. They want to make it easier for elections to be manipulated in their favor because they don't ever want you or me or anyone that thinks like us, anyone who's pro-choice, pro I'm sorry, pro-life, pro-America, anyone who's America first, anyone who's ultra MAGA, anyone who voted for Donald Trump, anyone who would vote for Donald Trump again, anyone who would vote for Ron DeSantis. Any, they don't want Republicans of any kind to hold any kind of power ever again. That's why they're for these lenient elections. That's why they want, that's why they want federally regulated elections so that individual states who have been given the, the, uh, the, the uh, mandate or who have been given the power by the Constitution to execute elections in the, in the way that their state legislatures see fit, uh, they want to take that away because they feel then they'll be able to dominate every election and there'll be no Republicans in power ever. And they're probably right. You can't trust a Democrat. I don't care. I don't care how long they've been. I don't care who, where they come from. Deep red West Virginia, sort of red Arizona. I don't care which ridiculous government spending program they block for a year. It doesn't matter. You blocked it for a year. Who cares? Because now you've agreed to something that's bad for America and you're going to push it through. You blocked it for a year. Fine. That's like saying, you know what? I kept my kids alive for a year, but now hey, they're on their own. Go ahead, toddler. I know you can't walk. I know you can barely speak, but it's, you're on your own. I kept it alive for a year. Now I'm giving up. That's not how it works. If you really, truly love something, if you care about something, you fight for it every single day. If you really, if you see a threat, if you believe something is bad, you fight against it every single day. That's again, go back to the Catriot Manifesto. If you haven't read it, if you haven't read it, go to markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. Go there right now and download it, read it. If you've already downloaded it, reread it. Because it'll explain to you very simply that this is not a goal that is achievable in one day. This does not have an endpoint. 
This is something that you start and you do every single day of your life. You can celebrate your victories, but no, there's no final victory. America has to be protected always. Every single, you've got to, and that's why we try to make it fun. That's why our other motto is save the Republic, have fun doing it. Because if you, if it's fun, you're going to want to do it every day. That's why I drink every day. I have, it's so exciting. I, it's, I have a, I have a great time. Probably not every, don't think I'm an alcoholic. You know, it's just a, a glass of wine with dinner, maybe a, maybe a bourbon after work, just to cool the nerves, you know, bring me down a little, I get a little high strung. Now I'm not like, you know, I'm not doing 12 shots of tequila in the morning with my coffee. I'm not doing any shots of tequila in the morning. I just want to make sure, look, I'm not an alcoholic. My point is, if it's fun, you're going to want to do it every day. That's why we make saving the Republic fun because you and me and the rest of us, we need to do it every single day.